You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. The Great Pets Radio Show with professional dog trainer Brian Kilcommons and Dr. Jim McKiernan of the Great Bay Animal Hospital. Call now with your pet questions. The Great Pets Radio Show. Now, here's Brian and Dr. Jim. Good morning. Welcome to Great Pets Radio. This is Dr. Jim McKiernan. My goodness, the lines are going already, Adam. <laughs> Welcome to Great Pets Radio for another edition of a live edition in Dover, New Hampshire, where we talk about the health and behavior of pets. Uh, today we are joined, today's going to be a great show. Um, every once in a while, and, and not often enough, um, uh, we get great guests. And today's guest is uh, Brian's wife, Sarah, who will be joining us today. Good morning, Sarah. Good morning. Thrilled to be here. Sarah is, uh, I'm going to author of nine plus books and dog training and everything else and she is a whiz in terms of trying to figure out how to have your dog or cat uh, uh, be trained and, and uh, so any questions you have call us today at 1-888-441-9876 I'll share a little secret with everybody um, and that is I call her. <laughs> <laughs> she is my go-to person. And I call you. It's a perfect mutual yeah. arrangement. Uh, amazing stuff that she's helped me with. And um, Anyways, but what we're going to be talking about today is, um, for the majority of the show, is, you know, the, I've said this to Brian before, and, I said, and he was shocked to hear it. The number one diagnosis that we make in small animal medicine is? Dental. Yes. Yeah. You knew that already. I did. <laughs> but if you, if it is, I mean, every single time we look in a dog's cat's own mouth, it's amazing what we see. So we're going to be joined today by Dr. Laura Levan. Oh, that's awesome. And she is a board certified veterinary dentist who uh, I met at Tufts 13 years ago. She is wonderful. She is very relaxed, yeah. which I found I bonded to right off the bat. She's passionate about veterinary dentistry. And, uh, and, and your questions uh, can be answered. So you can call during the show. She doesn't mind taking uh, calls if you want. Again, it's 888-441-9876. And as usual, the first caller goes to lunch at uh, the weather van. But oh. you got to come to the station to get your... <laughs> right, Adam? Yeah, you got to come to the station to get your little certificate because... What happened? Somebody went to the weather vane thinking, you know... Oh, it was going to be there. So yeah, it was going to be there. And I'm sure they were looking at him saying, what? You know? right, we don't know what to do. Yeah. yeah, stop by here and pick it up. Which exactly. Is Please do. But the dental is fascinating. And I know that with cats um, and with dogs, most people don't open their mouth and look to see what's going on. And they seem much more stoic about dental problems. They don't show it, obviously. Well, that's a great point, Sarah, because a lot of people will come in and they'll say two things. I'm not looking in my dog's mouth and my right. cat's mouth. And quite right. frankly, some of their pets, I don't know if I would either because you might get bit. Right. And then the other thing is, a lot of times, they'll, they know when they come in because you can smell it. You yeah, know? when it gets bad, when it gets to rot. When it gets to the point where the yeah. dog walks in the kitchen and everybody just goes, woof. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, are there tricks? I mean, how, you know, from a training standpoint, how can you get people to, to allow, or the pets to allow their, their mouths to be open. Well, this is a little bit of synchronicity for those of you listening who go to MySmartPuppy.com, our community. We just started a group project, our second group project, and the first one was all about how to handle your dog's muzzle, and this week it is all about how to open your dog's mouth. 
and we show on a video clip how you can do it tactfully but effectively and how to make it fun. The game this week is to open the mouth and put a treat in. <laughs> so instead of shoving a, a pill down their throat or taking something away, the dog learns, ooh, I open my mouth and something good happens. That's awesome. Yeah, well, you know, my sister, jeez, I'm throwing my sister under the bus here. <laughs> <laughs> this person Sorry. once said to me, she said, you know, um, Jim, my cat has no teeth. And, you know, at first, being one who looks in mm -hmm. 20 cats' mouths a day, thought, geez, you don't look? But then I, I realized a lot of people don't look. And it's, you know, well, it's not easy. a cat's mouth, it's so tiny. And if you're, yeah. how do you get a cat's mouth open without being wounded in the process? Well, you've got to go really slow. And, yeah. and a lot of the times, I don't fully open it up unless they're going to be complacent or mm -hmm. uh, they'll allow me to do it. But if you have the kind of the, the bum of the cat facing mm -hmm. you, so the head's facing away, and you just take your fingers and you pull back the lips. So you're just lifting the lip, you're not actually opening the mouth. Yeah, but if I pull back the mm -hmm. lip and then with the other finger I might push up to take a look at what the teeth look mm -hmm. like, then if, if they're like, hey Jim, that, you know, that feel, actually feels pretty good, because mm -hmm. a lot of times they'll mark with the side of yeah. their face, then I'll take my other finger and I'll pull the jaw down and go look okay. it inside. Okay. But I don't want to get bit. No, none of us do. No, I was saying the other day, it, it hurts. Yeah, I don't care who you are, it hurts and it it's does. scary. Yes. It does, it, it does hurt. And, uh, you know, one of the things that we're going to talk about with Dr. Levan is the, the bacteria, the different types of bacteria that are in a cat's mouth versus a dog's mouth. Oh. But cat bites are notoriously brutal. I mean, Right, they can get really infected. Oh, yeah. People can come in with, you know, um, at Tufts we had people who got bit and they, they would be, actually have catheters in their arms from, you know... right. From, Shooting yeah. IV antibiotics because it just blew up their whole arm. Yeah, don't yeah, don't mess around with cat scratches or cat bites. Right. But with cats, so you make that uh, people can make that part of their stroking and petting as the cat's calm in your lap and being stroked. If you have a cat who's calm in your lap being stroked, you can then pull back the lip as part of the stroking process and release, make it normal. Yes, and it's you know what, but we you you know what you were on this. I think it was you on this program last time, and you had something that said. Dogs rule, cats have yeah. staff. What was it again? <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> right. We live in their world. <laughs> anyway. It's a negotiation with a cat. It's always a negotiation. This is Dr. Jim from Great Pets Radio. Our number is 1-888-441-9876 with Sarah Wilson. And we'll be back after this break. This valuable information comes from your pet. There's nothing like a wagging tail or friendly paw to lift your mood. They're therapeutic and make us feel good. Studies show pets even reduce stress, prevent heart disease, lower blood pressure, and fight depression. So there you have it. Pets are a daily dose of good health and happiness. Pets add life. To learn more, visit petsadlife.org. That's it. You're madder than a junkyard dog, and you're not going to take it anymore. Your feathers are ruffled, your dander is up, and you've got a definite bone to pick. Join us each week on Pet Peeves, the show that lets you dig through the dirt and unleash your passion for pets. Your host, pet expert and award-winning author, Amy Shojai, will talk about what makes you howl and what hisses you off. Pet Peeves, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com.
Welcome back to Great Pets Radio. This is Dr. Jim McKernan with Sarah Wilson. And uh, we have John on the line from Kittery. John, good morning. Hey, good morning. This is John from Kittery. Yeah. I have a five-year-old cocker spaniel who has a problem with nipping. Yeah. Uh, it's like when we have to brush him, yeah. uh, we have to put a muzzle on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we're playing with toys with him, like tug of war son, he's always growling, and when you get it, he tries to nip you. Mm-hmm. But here's the funny part about it. After he nips you, you know, he doesn't actually get you, but after he does the act, mm-hmm. he cowls. Yeah. Yeah, he's conflicted. He doesn't know what else to do, so he comes forward, and then he immediately submits. That's a pretty common pattern, and especially for the cockers. So um, what he needs is a better idea, because uh, the idea he has is to come forward, and that's not helping, and telling him no doesn't actually give him a better choice. So when you're playing with him, when you go to get the toy, you could go to something like down or sit, and then reward him for that, and then get the toy. So you're actually teaching him what you would prefer him to do. Um, it's a very common cycle people get into. They tell the dog no, and then they repeat it, and the dog just doesn't know what the yes is. So I really want you to focus on how to get him um, doing something you want. And then for the brushing, that's going to take a little bit at a time. Is he um, shaved down, or is he grown out and pretty fuzzy? Uh, in the winter, he's fuzzy. In yeah. the summer, he's shaved down. Yeah, good choice. Uh, but then they can get tangled, so it hurts. Um, so you want to make sure that when you're uh, brushing him, that it's not causing him any pain. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things, too, is uh, the tug-of-war game. I probably wouldn't even do it anymore mm-hmm. because it's you want to do games with him that are going to promote Cooperation yeah. and yeah, self-control, absolutely. And, and it's you know there are two dog trainers who are very good at this. One is my co-host Brian, mm-hmm. who would probably be able to help you with any biting aggression stuff. Mm-hmm. And the other is a gentleman by the name of Terrence Kirby, and he's in Hampton. Yeah, he's great. Terrence can handle this, but I think um, I think that would be a good place to start for you, John. Because mm-hmm. yeah. it can escalate, and you don't want it escalating. Well, it can escalate. The good news is the dog's already five. So, um, has he always been like this, pretty much? Uh, pretty much. He's a really, really good dog. Mm-hmm. He, you know, any you know, buddy comes to the door, he barks and mm-hmm. barks and barks until he, you know, calms down. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and he's always been a nipper. Yeah, if he's always been a nipper, um, the likelihood of him escalating at this point is lower than if he was a younger dog just beginning to display this behavior. Uh, so he needs some new ideas. Getting some professional help, like uh, Dr. Jim says, is an excellent idea. Uh, but you can change this with him, but it won't happen by telling him no because he, he just doesn't know what else to do. Mm-hmm. Okay? Okay, uh, thank you. Yeah, John, thanks for the call on the show. Okay, bye. And we are now joined by Dr. LeVan. Laura, good morning. Hi. Oh, thanks so much for calling in. My pleasure. We are just so honored and tickled to have you on the show. (laughs) (laughs) And have we got questions for you. Oh, boy. (laughs) I already kind of, uh, I I don't know if you probably didn't hear the show, but I already kind of told the listening audience who you are and my experiences with you at Tufts and and your, you know, what you do is dentistry. Great. And, um... It, you know, February is Dental Health Month, and now many clinics, including mine, are promoting dentistry. And this is something that you obviously have a passion for, you know? Yeah. And you have for years. Yeah. <laughs> and it hasn't gone away yet, right? No, it hasn't. <laughs> but, you know, I guess the first question is, and I want to ask the questions in terms of what, what 
people, like the, not veterinarians, but like people sitting at home to say, why is it so important to take care of our pet's teeth? How would you respond to that? Well, it's all part of uh, general health, and I think it's one of the things that I think it's easy for most people to understand because we've all had some experience, I, I think, with, uh, with oral health, whether we've been nice and healthy and gone to the dentist or whether we've had an area of our mouth that, that hurts or bothers us. We know that, you know, you just can't think about anything else if you've got a sore tooth. Right. Uh, and certainly there's no reason to suspect that our pets don't feel the same way. And uh, not only do we feel that, but systemically the central circulation does communicate with the blood supply in the oral cavity, and an animal can be systemically ill if they have oral disease. So infection in the mouth can spread to the entire body? Yes, absolutely. Oof. Now, um, do you, I, people look at me a lot and they'll say, oh, does he have a cavity? Does she have a cavity? But do dogs and cats get cavities, Dr. Levin? Well, very rarely true cavities. Um, dogs do, cats, um, extremely rare. Cavities uh, are, it's really a bacterial um, destruction of the enamel of the teeth caused by the bacteria feeding on carbohydrates and the carbohydrate sugars. So when we eat something sweet and a little bit of that sugar is left on our flat surfaces of our teeth, the bacteria in our mouth can feed on that and can destroy the enamel and eventually go through into the pulp canal of the tooth. Cats in particular are true carnivores and don't have very many flat occlusal surfaces and in fact basically have none. Uh, dogs on the other hand do have some so they are more prone to it but it still is a very rare condition in dogs and cats. I have come, I mean, I've been doing this for 13 years uh, outside of Tufts now, and I, I, f I believe, and Sarah asked you the question, can infection go systemic? There are so many cats we see who go into kidney failure later on in life. Oh, that's interesting. And I think that the bacteria comes from the mouth, and I think that, you know, by the time we see it, Laura, we get these kidneys that are all, like, scarred over, and there's not much we can do to help them. Am I crazy? No, you're certainly not. There actually has been a study that did show that uh, the one place in the body that we can prove that bacteria um, have lodged is in the kidneys. That's so, fascinating. You know, that really has been shown. There, in people, it's also been associated with cardiac disease. We right. haven't been able to prove that, but certainly anecdotally, I think... Uh, it can affect other organs, but the kidneys are definitely one that we have shown. Okay, so there is a correlation. Yep. So if you want to keep your cat around longer, consider a dental prophy. Absolutely. Well, the important thing is is to keep the oral cavity health healthy from day one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So certainly having the uh, the cleanings done is important, but the most important thing is brushing the teeth. And you know what's amazing, Doctor Levin, is that a lot of people are now getting into insurance and VPI insurance, et cetera, and they're they're paying for dental profies. Absolutely. So I, if you kind of run the numbers of your premium of $30 a month, suddenly your dental profi is paid for. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. Anyways, we're going to go to break. When we come back, um, I was, can you stay after the break? Sure. Great. I, I do want to talk to you about a topic that Sarah and I have interest in, and that is brushing dogs and cats' teeth. Because Great. so many people want to do it, but fail. <laughs> okay. Anyways, this is Dr. Good. Jim with Sarah Wilson and Dr. Laura Levan, veterinary board certified dentist, and we'll be back after this break. 
It's time for school for you and your friends, your furry best friends. Train your dog the fun and easy way with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Teacher's Pet host Pia Silvani teaches you step-by-step how to train your dog the fun and easy way. You get eight 30-minute live audio training sessions, complete transcripts of each session, plus a basic training manual to get you and your dog off to a great start. Training begins the moment you bring your dog home. Teacher's Pet Sessions offers positive reinforcement training to shape your dog's behavior and encourages upbeat, enthusiastic responses to ensure that your dog will enjoy learning. Teacher's Pet Sessions dog training is fun at both ends of the leash. So listen, learn, and laugh with your dog with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Get your copy of Teacher's Pet Sessions Volume 1 today. To order, go to teacherspetsessions.com. Hi, this is Pia Salvani, your host. Bring your dog, tug toy, and treats, and get ready to have some fun. Teacherspetsessions.com. Pets can be a wonderful addition to your life because they're a member of the family. Keeping them healthy and happy is important. Pet Life Radio presents The Pet Doctor with veterinary media consultant and veterinarian Dr. Bernadine Cruz. Whether you have a dog, cat, reptile, or rabbit, you'll find answers for your pets straight from the vets. The Pet Doctor, on demand every week, only on PetLifeRadio.com. PetLifeRadio.com Welcome back to Great Pets Radio. This is Dr. Jim with Dr. Laura Levan and Sarah Wilson. Sarah had a great comment while we were at break, Dr. Levan, about genetics. Sometimes you'll see, I'll see these cats who have the most beautiful teeth, these nine, ten-year-old cats, just glistening white. It's like a commercial on TV. And then you'll say, oh, what hard food are they on? And, you know, and they'll be like, oh, they're on Fancy Feast. You know, but how much did genetics play into this at all? Well, it certainly plays a role. Um, And and you're right. We do see sometimes these animals that haven't had any... uh, any oral hygiene at home or or even professional care and they have uh, pretty good looking teeth although I'll tell you if I get one of those animals under anesthesia just to do a a routine profi as we call it um, I will oftentimes find some some marginal gingivitis something that if this was my mouth I'd want to go to the dentist so um, interesting you know they may have but uh, uh, by far, most animals will have some degree of, uh, of oral disease if they're not looked after. And, you know, one point I want to make is the word prophy is short for prophylaxis, which means prevention. Mm-hmm. Most of the animals that we see, we're not really preventing disease. We're actually treating disease, and it's more periodontal therapy that we're doing. Certainly, if somebody is starting to brush early and, and it's truly a, a preventative measure like most of us have when we go to our own dentist. Uh, that's great, and those are the cases that we want to have in. But um, uh, until we get the word out more, um, you know, maybe when we don't have to have a National Dental Health Month. I know, um, but at least we do, you know. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Let's talk about brushing, though. Um, Are you a fan of, do you recommend to your clients to brush their dog's teeth? Absolutely. That's the one most important thing um, 
to do is to is to brush the teeth and uh, it's truly not that difficult to do. You just need to, to learn how to do it. And you can't use Colgate or Crest, right? That's right. It's important that that uh, people use cat toothpaste because uh, it is swallowed, and mm-hmm. it's designed to be swallowed, whereas human toothpaste is designed to be spit out. Mm-hmm. And uh, so an animal can get a... Uh, intestinal upset if they swallow a human toothpaste. And how often, Dr. Levan, is Best it? Best is every day. Ev- daily uh, brushing? Yeah. Uh, it, it is all right to do it every other day, but anything less frequent than that is a waste of time. Okay, interesting. To and me- the truth is, I think if, if people learn how to do it, the pets look forward to it. And um, they actually, if it's a daily thing, it's actually easier than trying to do it intermittently because then it's a fight every time you do it instead of just being part of the daily um, the attention that that dog or cat gets from their owner. Do you have some tips on training dogs or, uh, to get their teeth brushed? Uh, yes, I've got all kinds of tips. And uh, I think the most important thing is to build up to it gradually, uh, to do it at the same time and in the same place each day. Uh, try and make it something that's fun because Great. it's not something we're just, you know, trying to muscle them down and give them a pill twice a day for two weeks. We oh. want people to be able to do this every day for the rest of the pet's life. One of the things I've told people to do, Sarah, and I would welcome your input here, is I'll, I'll say put some Dinty More beef stew in the fridge and every day go over, stick your finger in the Dinty More beef stew and then just stick it in the mm-hmm. dog's mouth. So all of a sudden, the, you know, it's a treat. Mm-hmm. And right. don't you know, Brian had good suggestion once about cutting cats' nails. He says, why do we have to do 10 at once, or right. dogs? Why can't we do one a day? Yep. Why do we have to freak them out so much in the beginning? And then, we, as Dr. Levan said, gradually get into it. Yep. And the other hint I would give people is when you're done, don't just sort of um, do it like the end of a wrestling match and go, you know, done, you're out of here. Um, <laughs> but, but The winner. It's the winner. Um, you know, put down the toothbrush and then massage the pet and pet the pet and really make that a nice time. So you end on a really positive, uh, connected note as opposed to simply letting them flee, thinking, well, that was not so much fun. What about these dental diets, Dr. Levan? Are you a fan of those, and do yeah. they work? No, they definitely do work. I mean, I know when they first came out, and I looked at it, and I thought, oh, right, if my dentist ever told me to eat this certain diet and I'd have cleaner teeth, I'd laugh at them. But the truth of the matter is um, many of them do work, and um, I, I don't know a veterinary dentist in the in the world, really, that isn't feeding their own pets one of the dental diets. Are they higher calories? Though? No, I- they are not. What that When they first came out, that was one of the things that people worried about. The problem is is that they're palatable, and so pets will overeat. So you do need to measure it. But I think the important thing for people to know is that any of the dental products, whether it be a diet or a treat, um, can be, you can make sure that it's something that works if you look for, it's called the VOHC, which stands for Veterinary Oral Health Council. And it's a seal of approval that's put on these products oh. that tell you that the the company has submitted their science to this indiv- uh, independent organization. Mm-hmm. They've looked at the science and they've said, yes, this product does meet their claims. And so, yes, it does remove cl- plaque or calculus. And you can even go to the vohc.org uh, website and see what products have received the seal of approval. So I think that's an important thing for people to look for in, in these diets. Well, I, I'm a, I've become a, tr- a huge fan of them because 
you know, you, you number one, you have these hemicellulose fibers that theoretically clean the teeth. Now, you mentioned taking off calculus. Do they take calculus and plaque off the teeth, or yes. is it just they do? Yeah, the ones that say they do, yes. Um, there are some that, are, that prevent uh, plaque from hardening into calculus, um, and there are others that actually remove plaque and calculus. So you can look right on that um, that seal on the on the package, and it'll say prevents plaque, prevents calculus, or prevents both. And how about the dog formulations? Because right, really, thing. yeah, yep. see, some of those greyhounds would benefit, huh? Absolutely. <laughs> you know, honestly, I think any animal will. Yeah. And uh, you know, why not? Uh, unless their veterinarian thinks that they need to be on another special diet, that's fine. But even that, assuming that the that the pet can handle this particular diet, they can use that as a treat after brushing, you know, as you've mentioned. Definitely do something afterwards so it's a positive. And you don't even want to fight through the brushing. Mm -hmm. Get to the point where the pet accepts it and then the next day get to the next stage, you know. But, but so clearly, you know, if we go back to the adage of a, an apple a day, I mean, the best case scenario is to get, get the dental prophylactic treatment done so everything is cleaned up looking good, then introduce the diet. Isn't that the best? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, definitely with change of diet, I think people want to work with their own veterinarian because, you know, there are individual differences. And uh, I, I used to recommend that do a gradual change over right. 7 to 10 days. And, you know, I'm sure you do the same sort of thing. Now, now comes to... Oh, with cat brushing. I, somebody said to me once, whoever designed a cat toothbrush never owned a cat. <laughs> Because that cat's going to be under the bed when you come home. Uh, have do your clients have had any success with brushing cats' teeth? Absolutely. I own two cats myself, and they come to the bathroom. If I just go into the bathroom or when I turn the shower off in the morning, they're clamoring at the door to have their teeth brushed. All right, so, Dr. Levin, you got to give us some tips on that. you got to do a YouTube clip on that one. You know, I'm working on a video that I'm going to have on my website that uh, that will show people. I'll show them actually on my cats mm -hmm. and also show dog. And they're definitely tricks. And the, the I think the best tooth cat toothbrush is that little pointy one because um, it brushes top and bottom at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's funny because when we first got into the cat toothbrush and toothpaste, we used to have a lot of it on stock. And then we found that no one was coming back to buy any more of the toothpaste. <laughs> <laughs> and we kind of said, you know what, maybe they're not enjoying this. Well, you know, I think a lot of it is having the time to go over the pointers about how to brush. Right. And, um, of course, as a, as a specialist, that's, you know, this is one of the things that we tout all the time. And we would spend a good deal of our office visit time teaching people how to brush the teeth and uh, most pets will allow it as long as you, you know, not every pet will those are the ones that are going to need to have cleanings more frequently but most of them will and you know you just have to allow them to to get used to it and to learn some of the tricks mm -hmm. and uh there i actually there was a very old very poorly done video that's on youtube of me showing people how to brush teeth but um uh, you know, there's, there's a better one coming. So, Good. Well, we'll, we wait, we'll wait for that one. Okay. Well, yeah. and from a behavioral standpoint, I would bet that people that brush their pet's teeth daily probably have less trouble in other areas um, because of that um, insistent but kind handling that gets done on a daily basis. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised, certainly. And, and I did hear you speaking earlier about, you know, has anybody looked at their pet's teeth? Well, if you're brushing their teeth, you mm -hmm. are. You do. And it's not hard to do. 
you know, so yes. there's, there's no reason. I think it's a whole area of the body that we've kind of forgotten even as a profession, and uh, we shouldn't have. Well, uh, Dr. Levan, can you hang on through the break one more time? Sure. All right. This is Dr. Jim with Great Pets Radio. It's Sarah Wilson, and we have Dr. Laurel Levan, a board-certified veterinary dentist, and we will be back after this break. Welcome to Pet Planet. Here's a copy of Pet Planet Magazine, Florida's most informative and fun pet resource magazine. It features heartwarming stories and informative articles from local and national pet experts. Excellent. Pet Planet Magazine offers Operation Planet Rescue, helping rescued pets find new homes. And it's available at 500 locations in South and Central Florida and 24-7 on the Internet at PetPlanetMagazine.com. If you're out and about with your pet, you may be featured in Paparazzi, Candid pictures of you and your pet. For up-to-date pet-friendly events, activities, and pet-related services and products, Pet Planet Magazine is your final destination. I shall take this magazine home with me. Back to your home planet? No, to my condo in Boca. Pet Planet Magazine. Check them out at www.petplanetmagazine.com or 352-394-8578. It's out of this world. Ladies and gentlemen, Pet Life Radio proudly presents DSPN, the Dog Sports and Performance Network. Get ready to unleash the dog sports enthusiast in all of us. From ski drawing and mushing to racing, agility, and competition, this is the place to learn all about the dog sports and activities that you can do with your furry best friend and canine competitor. So get ready for game time. DSPN with your host, Lori Williams, every week on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on PetLife Radio. PetLife Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs> Welcome back to Great Pets Radio. This is Dr. Jim McKiernan with Sarah Wilson, and we are wrapping up our show. And every week we talk to Karen Fogarty from Cachico Valley Humane Society, who has a pet up there, meaning, meaning up in Dover, who has tickled her fancy, and hopefully today is no different. Good morning, Karen. Good morning. So who do we have today? Um, we have little Hillary. Um, she's around 35 pounds, little beagle something mix. <laughs> Cute as pie and just Can great. Can you do that everything. again, Sarah? <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. I owned a beagle. Oh. <laughs> Hi, Hillary. <laughs> Sounds like a cutie. She's adorable and she's just great with the other dogs here and the kids that have met her and Oh my gosh. And you know, can I tell you something? I love beagles. I really do. They're just they're they're perfect little size. They're happy. You see that white little tip of the tail going all the time. So she's a winner, huh? She definitely is, yeah. Okay. So her name is Hillary. Mm-hmm. And she's a cute little beagle looking for a home. And let's see if we can't find her a home today. What, what's your phone number? 749-5322. And Kachiko is open till? 4 o'clock today. 4 o'clock. All right. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Let's make Hillary a winner. You know, it's, but I talk to <laughs> Karen during the week sometimes, and there is, there are three, after we do this, there, there could be up three or six people that will all show up at the same time. Oh, 
Right. Good. Yeah, goosebumps. I mean, yeah, that's something that makes me feel good. Hey, speaking of making me feel good, I got a lot of people coming back afterwards thanking me for directing them to MySmartPuppy.com. There's a lot of information on this thing, right? I mean, Thank you. Yeah, we're there to support the average pet owner, and we have a team of professionals. Coming up this April, it'll be our 10th anniversary of working together in cyberspace, which in cyber years is like, what, 15 years? For, yeah. <laughs> it's a long time. Um, and we have a community that's moderated and flame-free, and we answer people's questions, and we have fun. People put up their clips, we give them hints, we help them out, we brainstorm with them. So we're really there to uh, make people successful with their pets. But you just said a four-letter word, free. Free. It's free. It's free. Right. People can get on and type in their questions, the problems yep. that they're experiencing. And right. And they will get professionals who volunteer their time to answer their question. And a lot of uh, these pros uh, are normally 100 bucks or more an hour, and they volunteer it out of the goodness of their hearts and because they want to give back. And it's a terrific team of people. And the other thing, when I was, it, it's not just puppies. This oh. is for everything. This is for everybody. This could be for the gentleman, John, from Kittery with yes. the spaniel yep. that's nipping. It can be for the cats as well. Yep. We have a cat area now from pop for popular demand. So we have a cat area, and we are just there to help. That's our sole purpose is to help you be successful, and we love doing it. Right now, we're doing a group project. Last group project, we had 100 dogs pass. It was very simple. We make it easy. We make it fun. Nice. It's communal. It's a lot of good. It's a good time. It's called MySmartPuppy.com. You've heard about it. You've heard Brian mention it on the, on the air before as well, and it, it is terrific. Everybody, get online. Check it out. There's lots of information, and guess what? It's free. So what, what more can you say? We want to thank everybody for listening to Great Pets Radio this week. Fascinating show. Get your toothbrushes from the veterinarian. Everybody start brushing. We want to thank Sarah Wilson for joining us. Sarah will be joining us next week. Thank you, yes. Beautiful. So from, for Brian Co-Commons, Sarah Wilson, and Dr. Jim McKiernan, I want to wish everybody a great week, and we'll talk to you next week. Thank Enjoy you. Enjoy your pets. been listening to the great pets radio show join brian and dr jim next sunday for more informative pet talk let's talk pets every week on demand only on petliferadio.com